Okay. Hey, Lincoln. We just watched. We just watched Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It was okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I did. I definitely didn't. I don't think I liked it as much as you did. I, to me, it was a fun film. I just wanted a fun film, and I thought it was. It's nothing. I mean, it's not memorable. I guess. I think that's kind of my problem with it. Yeah, it's not groundbreaking. There's, I didn't want, you know, I didn't expect it to be, but there's many things that I liked. There's also many things I did not like. I, you know, I can say that this is the first time in a long time that I liked a Tim Burton film. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last one that really. Yeah, I like Dark Shadows a lot. See, I, I didn't see it. I didn't want to. It's very good. I was on my Johnny Depp can suck a dick face. Eva Green's in it and she's amazing in it. I do like uh, Eva Green's in this and she's amazing. She steals the show in this movie. So uh, I still would say go ahead and check it out. I do recommend it. Yeah, I really do. I had fun for the most part. It's like a dark gothic. Not It's X-Men. Yeah, Kyle, it's X-Men. It's not X-Men. This it, is it's good. Not, it's X-Men. I'll, this is better worry, than X-Men. There's no <laughs> sh- okay, Kyle. Mr. Cyclops is good. We're going to start talking about spoilers, Kyle. Go for it. So one of the main problems that I did have, I'm just going to go straight into the negatives. Okay. I'm sorry. Normally I go positive, but you know what? Diving straight in. I hated the love story. I thought it was so fucking bad. See, I because didn't. Because it was so heavy handed. I didn't mind it. They immediately are like, oh, I won't fuck you. Uh, yeah. Right off the bat. I didn't mind it. And then the ending, I'm very confused about it. The ending was a clusterfuck. Very much so. I was not able to follow like anything that was going on. So I've only read the first book, so it really makes me wonder if they crammed all of the books into the end. I didn't even know this was a book series. I yeah, it was just it's a really good book series. Or the first one is really good. But the first one ends with them going, tracking the bad guys so they can help Miss Peregrine. And this ends with them killing the bad guys. And then they're together. So, yeah, so... <laughs> And Miss Peregrine's so fine. Bizarre is just the the th- complete third act. It just has all of this stuff happen, and there's no real sense of pace necessarily. It all just ugh, just it's happens. It's really rushed, and a lot a lot happens. And then there was that time that I. Th- thought it should have ended of where they go back to their time and he stays and he sees i am it feels like the studio that's like tacked on afterwards is what it felt like yes i was under the well i was okay if it would have ended with him getting the book filled with the money and then he say like go after blah blah blah. set it up for a sequel and then it ends this is what I thought they would do with nope, this. Still going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't much care for the third act. I mean, it was fine. It just didn't fit the film. It didn't fit the tone or the pacing. Well, no, because the first part of the movie was so great because it was slower. Mm-hmm. You really got into the characters and the... It was world building. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that. Eva Green, I, I'll say it a million times, fan-fucking-tastic as Miss Peregrine. I always talk about how great she is. Nobody I mean, her... She's great. First speaking is just perfect. When she's explaining the time, how she knew where he was, fucking brilliant. She's just, amazing. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, I, I love the first two acts of this film. I was engrossed. I wanted to know more. And then they just go full Samuel L. Jackson action on it. Yeah, once- Fuck Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> he was good for the- Until the until third he- act when he became Samuel L. fucking Jackson. Yeah, then it, he just didn't- care. He wasn't- He's not threatening at all. 
No. At all. Ugh. The thing that is really annoying is just like, you know, how many times do you think they're just like, hey, just be you? Because there's no way that he is just... He can't act. That's what's annoying. (laughs) We've bitched about this every time we've seen a Samuel Jackson movie because we know that you can act, motherfucker. And I'm just so sick of seeing a dude going out there and reading fucking lines. Yeah, because he's not, you know, I don't believe him as a villain, especially when he's just being jokey, but not in a kind of maniacal jokey way. It's just, I'm Samuel Jackson, and the lines say that I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm Samuel Jackson. Yeah, like, just fuck him. Fuck it. We were just grown when we saw his name in the credits. I didn't know he was in this. I knew he was just because of the big stand-up that was in the hallway. Oh, okay. The theater. I just, I wish he wasn't. I wish they would have cast somebody else. So he really breaks that wall of being engrossed in his story. Well, yeah, I don't Because know all why. of a sudden when he comes on, I see, I see an actor. I don't see a character. I see an actor. Yeah, I don't know why he was cast for that role. Because it's fucking Samuel L. Jackson. Because there's many roles that you can give Samuel Jackson where he just plays Samuel Jackson. And it would be yeah, okay. Make Pulp Fiction 2. Because it's no. all he's done since then is that's what made people like him. And that's just all he is. He's, he was good in Django Unchained. Yeah. Because he actually was playing a legitimate he's, character. He's acting. We haven't seen Hateful Eight yet. He so might he be, could be. He could be good in that. He's not good in this. He's better in this than he was in Tarzan. Oh, Tarzan was terrible. Because he wasn't on screen as much in this. He ruined, well, I mean, it's Tarzan. It wasn't that good anyway. But so you can't say that he ruined Tarzan. He ruined those scenes, and he hoped that the scenes had that he was in, he ruined. So why do you not want to compare it to X-Men? Because it's totally X-Men. I was just kidding, because I didn't want you to talk about fucking X-Men anymore. Oh, I'm talking about X-Men. There's nothing it is, to do about it. Yeah, it is very kids with superpowers that live in a mansion that blows mansion. up. Yeah. It's X-Men. Interesting enough with X-Men, going to the, some of the powers of the kids, some of them are very lame. And they would be in the X-Men comics. There's people that have just like super shitty powers. Like they're just like ugly. Yeah, but you're comparing like X-Men is a superhero comic. This isn't a superhero story. Well, here's the thing though. You have like two of them have like crazy powers. Crazy powers. Emma's is pretty fucking crazy. It's fucking insane. And then you have Olive's where she can just touch something and set it on fire. That's crazy. Everybody else's is kind of lame. Jake's is the worst. Yeah, I can see shit. Jake's is the most convenient I understand, yeah, for the plot. We we get it, and it makes it makes sense. Like B kid didn't do shit. Well, I mean, he could just breathe bees. Could have been cool. Yeah, if it was me, if I was the villain, he would have fucked me up. (laughs) I would have been like B kid. I'm out. I'm fucking out. (laughs) Uh, I did like the creature design of the hollows. I have a problem with creature design. It was Slenderman. Yeah, but it looked no. It was Slenderman. It was uh, a long, elongated. White bean in a suit that had tentacles and no eyes. That's Slenderman. But it's better than Slenderman. Mm, it's basically Slenderman. No. I mean, everything it did is different than Slenderman. True, but I'm talking about the, just the design of it. Well, really, if you're going to go that route, Slenderman is basically based off of the creatures in one of the Buffy episodes. Oh, yeah. True. Hush. I mean, Slenderman is not an original design. Well, yeah. But now it's been kind of broad and fleshed out as like a pop culture thing. Because yeah, people are fucking dumb and believe it's real. It's a shitty yeah, video game. Slenderman's real. No, I thought it CGI-wise, they could have looked really bad. I didn't think they did. No, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought the CGI was good in this, for the most part. There are a couple of parts that kind of yeah, faltered. Just overall, we live in a day and age where CGI should be great in every film, and it's fucking not. We watched Gods of Egypt earlier this year. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I'm, I would imagine this movie probably had a lesser budget than Gods of Egypt. I would assume so, yes. And this looked better. I really enjoyed Enoch. 
Yeah, I liked him a lot. I thought he was a really interesting character with an interesting power. The only thing about the ending that I did enjoy was the skeleton army. I thought that was I, really fun. I loved Yeah, that's what it is. It was fun. It was very fun. I liked the big mechanical elephant. I thought that was very fun as well. Mm-hmm. However, I thought that that was going to come into play during the end battle as well. Because he just kills the one thing and then... Yeah, well, I figured the end battle would basically be jake versus i that part i thought was dumb when samuel jackson turns into jake and they did the like which one am i we're back to that i thought that was silly but whatever they didn't draw it out for fucking ever it was over fairly quick i have a lot of questions that maybe you can answer for me uh maybe because a lot of this movie is different from the book there's a lot of time if you're gonna ask why they eat eyeballs don't know. No, I was totally okay with that. I thought that was really cool. That's not the book. I thought it was. If cool. you're going to ask why they were in 1943 in the movie and in the book, I'm pretty sure it's 1940. I don't know. Those are not the questions I'm about to ask. Okay. Okay. So when they're in their loop, they don't age. Yeah, because it's just repeating the same day in history over okay. and over again. So then when they leave, they age. But it's assumed that they like instantly will wither away. Not instantly, because if you remember the scene with the flower, it would took a little while. It took till morning. So how are they able to move from loops across the world? Because they're trying well, they to go, from, go across the world, from like Wales to uh, where was it? California? No, was it? No, they weren't. Ca- he lived in Florida, Florida, but there wasn't a loop in Florida. Where was the carnival loop? That was like in London. Oh, okay, it's a day trip. Okay, away. So let's say you like he aged at the end because he had like went to Tokyo. He was trying to find which loop connected to them or to get back to that year. He slowly had to work his way back. But even if it's a day trip from Wales to London, they would have aged a day. They aged a day. Oh, so they just so when they're out of the loop, they just age regular time. But I thought that it said that if they get out of the loop, then if they're out of the loop forever, there was still a loop open. I think what what they're saying is if all the loops are closed, which is what he was trying to do, they're fucked. Okay. See, I thought that it said when their loop was closed that they were going to start aging until they got in another loop. No, they had to get to another loop, which okay. they did fairly quickly. Because I was like, yeah. why? But they why packed up and then went. Why aren't they aging while they're trying to get to the other place? No, no, no. Because okay. she even says, like, we're in this year. We're just, that will age naturally. I'm so fucking bad with anything that has to do with time. Yeah. It just fucks me up. Back to the Future still kind of fucks me up sometimes whenever I think. I'm like, what? but what this doesn't make sense. Well, the time travel, what the fuck? Eh, that's the reason is time travel, you can have whatever rules you fucking want. I mean, really, because it's not real. So then Miss Peregrine's ability is that she makes the loops and then she also turns into a bird. Mm-hmm. It's an ember, emberin. And that's, Imburn. that's it? That's all she got? Yeah, well, she, okay. their jobs basically are the guardians of, to protect the peculiars. Which, why at the end, she's not on the boat and she's watching them from afar? That's what I was going to ask. Because the first book ends with her not being able to turn back into a human. And they're chasing on the boat. They're following the bad people to help Miss Peregrine. But she's fine in this. She just, her arm's a little sore. Yeah, it just kind of hurts. And she's standing on the tower while they're leaving. And then she flies after them. Where are they going? To part two? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I only read the first book and this a lot was, was not in the first book. I was confused book. about that. Are they trying to find another place to We should have Voltron on here because we ran into fucking oh, Voltron. Yeah, They've read them all. So they might be able to shed a bit more light. Because what I kind of got from it was that they did mention that they make a loop on like a perfect day. So maybe they're going out somewhere to make a loop. But only Miss Peregrine can make the loop. She's with them. But she's maybe, not. Yeah. Because we don't know if she went with them. So then the main character, Jake? Jake, Correct. yeah. Why do you, why is he going with him? 
because Miss Peregrine said look after them. But he Ms. made a Peregrine's promise. going with them, so he they don't know that. She's watching from the distance. They have not seen her after they let her go. Oh, Remember, wrong. she's watching from a. She's just keeping an eye on them. Okay. She's not there anymore. Okay. Then. But he made a promise to her, and I think too because he. I feel like the worst moviegoer right now. Yeah, he made a promise to her. Well, the third act was so fucking crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I couldn't. But you remember before Samuel L. took her, she said, "Jake, do oh, your." Oh, that's she right. said, "Do your best to look after them." Okay. So that's what he's doing. See, that kind of helps because if it was just, "Oh, I love you, Emma," I was gonna be like, "Fuck this." No, no, no I don't I think don't that's it at all. I yeah, I you know normally I'm I enjoy uh, love stories and all that jazz. I, I thought it was. Like it. I thought it was fine because it wasn't a huge arc in it. Not really. It was there, but it didn't like. He didn't have to rescue the damsel in distress because he loves her. Like it wasn't. It didn't become a part of the motive, really. Yeah, but there were still just so many scenes that went on for five minutes, and it was just like awkward sexual tension between Balloon Girl and Jake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it completely took away from. Me. Well, in all fairness, we are not the target audience. This is a YA oh, thing. Yeah, true. But I thought the better love story was actually Enoch and Olive. Oh yeah, See, I that thought was, that, that was. was I thought that was a, a good one because it was very subtle. No, I didn't mind. You knew from them just being around each other that they cared for each other, and there was kind of an unspoken yeah. thing, other than. I'm going to stand here looking at you longingly. My guess is because the first thing she sees when he goes into the dilapidated house, she calls him Abe. She said, you look just like him. So there was a history with her and Abe. So I think, I don't know. He looks like him. Fuck it. Let's do this. I don't know. Still didn't like it. How would you have sex with a floating girl? I mean, you'd always have to be on top, right? Because they just float away. No, it's a different movie. It's for a different time. Maybe a different director. (laughs) I mean, really? You know, unless she's in a bondage, you can like strap her down. What if Samuel L. Jackson was watching the whole time with his with his fucking wide eyes? I fucking hated him in this. I hate him in everything. I don't hate him in everything. I I do. I've learned to hate him in everything. He ruins good movies for me. I can't go back. No, he was he was fine at first until he started monologuing at the end. Yeah, he started monologuing and then just became very jokey. Go get them kids. Yeah, and I was like, oh, come no. the you fuck are doing on. so good. You were doing yeah, so because good. They, he wasn't you, talking. You fucking T one thousand. He wasn't talking. I didn't care for him. I thought that the sets were very good, especially the house, which mm-hmm. apparently I believe is a real house. Yeah, they really kind of nailed the visuals that the book sets up. And Tim Burton didn't go over the top of it. He left it for the most part real grounded in reality. And then there were a lot of very Tim Burton things like the stop motion animation at one point, which I was actually, I was really hoping that the, everything that Enoch did was going to be stop motion, but I understand why they didn't do that because that would have been very time constrained. No, it has subtle hints of Tim Burton, but it's not like fucking Alice in Wonderland. He didn't completely Burton the fuck out of this movie. I never saw Alice in Wonderland. He Burton the fuck out of that movie. I thought that's what he was going to do with this and he didn't. So thank God. This is very subtle Tim Burton-ness. It was very straightforward too. I love the scene of just all the kids and her outside wearing gas mask. I yeah. don't know why, just that imagery. There's, yeah, there's very good imagery I, all I, throughout the movie. Yeah, I really like that imagery. This is visually, it's a really pretty movie. Even like the final, it's a clusterfuck, but the pier. So I just like that set. I did like it, but I thought that the the movie was rather gray at times. I would have enjoyed a little more color for such kind of an extraordinary kind of tale. It's Tim Burton. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's Tim Burton. No, and it's 2016, and every fucking film can't show the sun because there was no sun ever. Yeah, there was when they were in the house no. and they were outside and they were going for walks. And 
There's. Well, it wasn't Wales. I feel like Wales probably isn't the it's shiniest like place. When you were more in modern or a newer setting, it wasn't. But when they were in their loop in the 40s, it was. I needed more Eva Green. So are all the characters in the book, or were there any that were in the movie that were I That I don't remember. Okay. I'm pretty sure I think the Invisible Kid gets shot in the book. I think, I don't remember if he dies, but I'm pretty sure he gets shot by Alice and Janney. She was a psychiatrist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because the psych, you know, he is a psychiatrist in the book. How old is Jake supposed to be? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Because I was kind of confused by the end as well of how he's just able to flee the country. That his parents, well, at this point, his parents don't think that he's insane. They might. Well, they could, yes. They could just be, oh, fuck it. I'm leaving you forever. Grandpa could have just said, like, I gave him some money to travel. And they said, oh, the fuck ever. Because they were shitty parents anyway. His dad was a piece of fucking shit. I mean, really, his dad gave no fucks about him. Didn't care about his the grandpa dying. He's like, hey, you know, whatever. He's a shitty dad that probably cheated on me. Sorry you're sad. Who says that? Wait, the grandpa cheated on him? Oh, my. Did you watch the movie? No, Kyle, you said, whatever, he's a shitty grandpa, he cheated on me. No, I said cheated on us. No, he said cheat on me. Well, whatever, maybe he did cheat on him. You kind of cheat on your kids when you fuck oh, somebody yeah. else. Yeah, I guess. I mean, really, you're cheating on your entire family. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, so that I, makes sense. The dad didn't give a fuck. He just thought the kid was crazy and kept telling him he's crazy, because that's helpful. Yeah, I actually liked some of that, of where it was showing kind of destructive behavior around somebody that has mental health issues, aware that that is not what you were supposed to say. No, and he's like, I'm okay. He's like, no, you're not. You're fucked in the head. It's like, oh no. Yeah, it's not things you do or say. But so I don't think the dad would care. And it's you're in that YA world. It's like every cartoon we ever grew up with. There's no fucking parents around. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, true. Do whatever the hell you want. Go to Neverland for a month. Fine. Peace out. Yeah. Another thing about the third act is that it's one of the rare occasions where I do wish that they would have waited for another movie. I don't know if maybe it was that there was not going to be another movie and they just had to kind of cram it in. He didn't have to cram it all in though. He really didn't. They crammed a lot in, and I. Well, you could have just left it open-ended, even if, you know, they didn't do another movie. They could have easily done it like the book. And the bad people got away. The fuck they did. We're taking them and we're going to save Miss Peregrine. It's a movie. Not every movie needs closure or a sequel. That's crazy. We as humans, we have this thing called like imagination and wonderment. We can fill in the gaps. Because I think also, like, it would be interesting to watch Jake go to different loops and meet different people with different powers. No, instead they just tell you in two-second clip. I'm like, what? Yeah, it would have been fun. Especially, you know... He joined the Navy. Yeah, and he's like, don't worry about that. I'm like, I, I mean... Like, nah, don't worry about it. Just... Did you just give up? Or maybe the loop was on his ship? I don't know. I said, I don't know if that's in the other books. I haven't read them. It could be. Maybe there is. He like... He's fucking just quantum leaping all over the goddamn world trying to find him again i think a lot of his motivation too is he's the only one that can see those monsters that are hell-bent to kill those children well how many of those monsters are left anyway we don't know if you remember there was a lard they were waiting for several more people in their group that never showed up and we see one get away at the end so they're still out there so how did how is Peregrine able to kill that one every day. So if like one of those was in the loop and gets stuck in there, then it has to abide by what it did during that day every single day, like Groundhog Day? Yeah, it seems that way, yeah. I mean, they're kind of mindless creatures that are just trying to kill the kids. So what would happen? What even happens when the loop resets with that monster? Does it just like disappear and pop back to where it was originally? Mm-hmm. Like everything else? So in the loop, they're not able to leave the island? The loop is like that area. Okay. It's like a bubble. Like she has a radius 
that she can loop in. So that's why. I, I thought that was funny how she had like the fucking white outline. Yeah. For well, I say she, time. obviously it was Abe that had done that because he's the only one that could have seen him to trace uh, her. That's that. right, yep. I just thought that was just everything with time with her. I thought they did a really good job with that character. So good. I liked it. I, you know, I'd recommend it. But. Yeah, I, I do recommend it, especially if you want a fun, I don't really throwback, but it feels more classic in the way it's presented than modern films. How so? Just because it's tamer. Tamer in what aspect? Than the 2016 aspect. That it's not just a CGI-ridden fucking superhero movie, which is what a lot of directors would have turned this into. They'd just be, I would be shooting fire all the fucking time. And True, yeah. There's not really any craziness with it's how, like a, how it comes. Yeah, it's like a subtle superhero. They it's, don't... Yeah. They use their powers only when they have to. Like, it's not who they are. It's not, some kids, we don't even know what their powers were. Or we didn't until like the very end. The twins. I, I thought that was good. You know, we didn't. I expected them to have some kind of power that was really crazy. And then it did turn out. Yeah, so. Gorgons. It didn't define who they are. Which, going back to X-Men, the comics, that's not what defines them. But in the movies, it's that's uh, pretty much what defines them. And that defeats the purpose of they're just kids. I just happened to be able to grow fucking giant plants and be really strong. I love that little girl, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, her power and Olive's and Emma's are like fucking insane. They would they would probably be like A tier X Men. Think so? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was. I I thought all the powers were suited the characters. Like I think it was Horace that could project his dreams. Weak ass power, but it fit his character. Like just this little kid that just loves clothes. And- Oh, that was fun. I feel bad for that character. He doesn't what? have mo- he, there's no more clothes in his little loop. What's he doing? Well, he can't I'm, make clothes. There are clothes in other loops. How are they going to get to the other loops and get clothes? Oh, who says he can't get in the loop he's at right now? I thought they didn't leave the loop. Oh, yeah, they're not in a loop. No. But whatever. If there's a sequel, they will make it to it because Miss Peregrine's still around. Yeah. I just, I think the movie didn't really touch on it properly that she is not fucking 100% right now. <laughs> they just have her like, M, oh, M, oh, well, I'm going to turn her in a burden. Fl- no, there's more to it than How that. Many loops can Miss Peregrine make? Just one, I think. I think all of them can just make one. The Embrons. Which there are lots of them because we saw lots of birds escape. So the one chick got fucked up. See, it could have been. The old Mrs. Doubtfire one. She got fucked up. Could have been fun to see all the other different loops and stuff. Yeah, I really. God help me. I think they made a mistake by not stretching this out and just doing a movie for each book. There's more story to tell. And they didn't need to just shoehorn it all in in the last 30 minutes. Well, especially because you'd be able to completely do whatever you want with if you're in different loops that aren't covered in the books you are free to make yeah. whatever storyline that you want during yep. that time frame but it seems like with this that this was a one-off it really does we'll see if it does well of course it won't be and they'll do a sequel and then actually the last time i look i don't think it's been doing well at all it really does surprise me it's not doing well i think it's weird time frame though i don't october mm, i don't know it's like it reminds it's just like a family-friendly halloween movie I don't really think it's a Halloween movie, though, necessarily. Think of Halloween movies we we grew up with that were aimed towards us. Oh, yeah. Okay. It absolutely is. Sure. Like Halloween Town. Think of Halloween Town or Mr. Boogity. Did you know that Halloween Town, you can go to that town and they have a Halloween Town festival every Halloween That's where it. they have the taxi cab with the skeleton guy that you can ride in and he talks? That's pretty cool. It's amazing. So I, I do think it was good timing for for that well i guess really the reason why i said that was because the original time frame this was going to come out was of december unless you're like a big 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 fucking movie they don't do well in december people have other shit to do like star wars will do fine in december assassin's creed oh that's december i thought that was november no that's december we still have time (sighs) 
Before we suffer through that shit. I thought this was good timing for this film. It wasn't really put up against anything else major. We're, we saw it a week after it came out. So I'm surprised it didn't do well. We'll see. I mean, I hope it does. I, I think it's good enough. That people should go see it. Um, Unfortunately, they're not going to be able to show it in China. No, is that? Because they're skeletons. Well, yep. So that... The skeletons look good. Skeletons look really good. They looked really good. Another reason where I say the CGI looked good. What do you want to give it? I'll give it a solid, like, seven. I, I did enjoy it. It's a, Don't regret seeing it. It was a fun film. It was well acted. I liked the visuals. It's not a movie that's going to stick with me and I'm going to go buy it or anything, but I'm really glad that we watched it. Give it, like, a five, nine. Had a yeah. lot, a lot of problems with the end that really just kind of... I don't want to say ruined it for me necessarily, but it's just... I was having a really fun time until they decided we need to wrap this up. Yeah, they just forced everything in. I don't know if that's studio involvement. I want to say yes, because Tim Burton's more about story and characters Mm -hmm. than that. What's kind of sad about that is that I found myself just not really caring. It came out of nowhere, like the conflict. It came out of nowhere. I didn't really care, and... Unfortunately, I had no reason to believe that everybody wasn't going to make it out. Uh, My main issue with it is a lot of movies do this. You can't just say a character is evil and should be feared and not show it. Because he never did anything evil, really. There's the flashbacks of the eyes and you understand that he takes the eyes. You get that. Yeah, but you see him comically sitting around a table and eating them with a shrimp fork. I like that scene. So, you know, like that's not threatening. Just take away the fucking comedic one-liners from samuel L. jackson would have helped the other two that were with him at the end or three they didn't speak i thought they were more intimidating by not speaking especially the one dude who almost killed two kids exactly i was legitimately scared of him wasn't scared of monkey girl what the fuck was that i don't really get that the lamest thing well and she's a one of the hollows yeah, but remember, they still have their powers because he had the power to, you know, transform into other people. That's right. That's right. So she was a monkey. Yeah, and the other guy could freeze. Yeah. She was a monkey. Whatever. But she just came up. She basically got on a perch and threw poo in the form of knives. That's a cold knife. But those two kids turned her to fucking stone. That was pretty awesome. That was pretty random. That's OP as fuck. Yeah, we'll why talk didn't about they the use other... those all the time? I don't know. Actually, Yeah, actually, why didn't they just pull their masks off when he was standing there? They would have been like, Jake, close your eyes. And Samuel Jackson would be like, oh, what? And then they would have pulled it up and then he died. Uh, done maybe they can't control it maybe jake closing the eyes doesn't matter as long as like line of sight with them i don't maybe it's just i don't know i mean they were just gorgons yeah but they're also really little kids they might not be able to control what's their control it's just the sight of well of cyclops them. had to control his shit what's there to control there there is nothing this has nothing to do with cyclops cyclops shoots kinetic beams out of his eyes. no he shoots lasers and fire you can you see the kill. fucking movies <laughs> oh no and it was a cool reveal at the end. That's really, it was a cool reveal at the end. Also, And you had uh, to have, in this scenario, which apparently they're going to kill Samuel L. Jackson, you have to have Jake. I mean, he's your main character. You can't have these two side characters in potato sacks that haven't done anything. I assumed that it was going to be something where the, by the end of the film they are going to have a big reveal of what their power is. Yeah. How many of those shoes does Emma have, by the way? I did have kind of a con- continuity issue with Oh, her. when she takes them off at one point to save him and she still has them? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say that's just shitty editing. Okay. Yeah, because she took them off to save him and then... The house gets bombed and then later and she has them. just standing there on the ground. Well, he's holding her down. But then he walks away, lets go, walks away, and then she walks with him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it was just... That was just bad editing, personally. I even thought that looked not ridiculous when she was floating. I thought it was fun, yeah. It could have looked ridiculous, especially when he's leading around like a kite. Visually, I thought it was a really, really good movie, especially compared to some other films 
that were CGI heavy that we've seen this year that were just ridiculous. I'm looking at you, Gods of Egypt. I just need to say, just watch Gods of Egypt. It's so fucking hilarious. It's oh just, my god. Just watch it for like 40 minutes because it runs its course. Oh yeah. It's really oh, cool. I don't know though because the last battle, that's oof. When he turns into Voltron. Oh god. But then, yeah. but then he's like not because he doesn't use any of the special things that he yeah, gets. Yeah, it's, it's shit. So you compare it to a movie that has the same type of effects basically. But it didn't take me out of the movie where CGI does a lot of times and I was a lot enhanced it i was long for the ride in this i really i did enjoy it yeah if you're a fan of the book or just the concept if you're a fan of the premise i think you'll you'll get enjoyment out of it you're not gonna come out saying it's the best movie watch but you're gonna come out happy we weren't miserable no it's a rare occasion past two winners yeah that's right yeah hopefully girl on a train doesn't fucking disappoint We'll see. Yeah, it'll be. A, I think it's all downhill from there. But we're just gonna see girl on a train. And it's gonna pop up on the screen. Rob Schneider. God damn it. No. And Samuel L. Jackson. No. As the girl. Rob Schneider as the train. <laughs> Directed by Adam Sandler. Oh. <laughs> Soundtrack by Smash Mouth. <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> I just get up and fucking walk in. <laughs> if I were doing Gibby voice. Now let's go watch Trolls. Fuck you.